When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Brian is now counting down the sleeps until he is jettisoning over to the United States. The United States of America, Brian. The United States of America. So we thought we'd set the scene. I've got a surprise mm. for you, Brian. Mm. Good mate of yours who you'll be travelling with. Yes. The Texan. He's oh, on the line. Hello, Texan. On you, Texan. Hello, Joel. How you doing? Well, I'll tell you what, I may be not going as well as you because I've just had a little glance here at the National Championship for the college. Mm. And I know there's a number of teams from uh, Texas. However, TCU, does that ring a bell? Is that one of your teams? It is, Joel. It's actually my hometown Fort Worth, Texas team. Wow. Which, you know, like TCU, it stands for Texas Christian University. As you might gather from the name, you know, it's not it's not one of the big universities in America. It's not like Alabama, Texas, Michigan, Ohio State, USC, who have like 50,000 plus enrollments. TCU's got like a 15,000 enrollment. So for them to be in the college football semifinal is quite a story. And they ever been into the championship final before? No, they they have. This is their first time in the college oh, wow. football semifinal, which which has only been around for I think it's I think this is maybe like seven or eight years about the CFP. Right. Okay. Can I ask you this? Just speaking yeah. about Texas, and I've been I went there. And I wanted to ask you this before. You know when. I mean, obviously, you can carry a gun in, in Texas if you go into a bar or something. Do you have to take the gun? Do you have to take the gun off out of your holster and put it behind the bar, or can you just sit at the bar with your gun? Well, the the irony is that when it was a concealed handgun society, you you were not meant to bring your guns inside bars, and I believe with so so that's the way it used to be. Now you actually can have an open carry license, which means you no longer have to conceal the handgun. It just sits on your hip for all to see. Mm. Uh, I think you are, I think you are meant to take your gun off, but I think I think you are also possibly allowed to, if it's open carry, walk in the bar with it. Oh, okay, that's <laughs> it's strange country. Yeah, I know it's strange country. But, now, speaking about guns uh, and hunting, I understand uh, you and the family went over to Africa in the last school holidays, and it was quite an eye-opening experience for all. It was. It was. We we went we went to Tanzania out to the Serengeti, and it it was it was a great trip because every single day there was just wild stuff that we saw, like stuff you just don't see every day, like like. Look at all my quiz. It was, <laughs> it was, it was every like for example, you know, I mean, besides the animals, which were a lot closer to us than we thought. Like, I mean, like one day we drove in this in this vehicle, and we had seventeen lion within five meters of the vehicle. Mm-hmm. They were they were all they were all quite well fed. They had certainly been been eating well that night, so I wasn't too worried. But we had seventeen lion around us. But I think. I think perhaps the most interesting part of the whole trip was when we actually caught up with this tribe called the Hadzabe. Mm-hmm. 
and this is in the this is in this is in the central Serengeti, and 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 we we go there to this village, and and we arrive, and the villagers, the the, the guy and this other guy said started off by saying, look, those are the the teenage girls over there, um, if they don't seem that happy, it, it's because they were just circumcised. How old are these people? These girls were between the age of 13 and 15. Oh, wow. Like, you know, I, we, I said, wait a minute. The, but the girl, I said, I said, what about the boys? He said, yeah, the, he said, the boys get circumcised. He said, but it's a part of their tradition where the girls actually get circumcised. Okay. Now, you know, that's the removal of certain sexual parts from the female anatomy that are important for other things that people do together. Right. And so is this a, is this a normal thing that's been going on for generations? This is a normal thing that's been going on for generations. And mm. and they literally do this at that age, which might explain why a few minutes later we met we met the um the tribal leader's wife and and she was actually his fourth wife. All oh, right. Oh, gotcha. Okay. So he's yeah okay. he's got he's got he had five wives and 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 I said I said so I said so when when you you were the fourth wife I said that when the fifth wife came along I, I said were you happy about that and she said well I actually proposed to my husband that he take on the fifth wife oh. because there's so much work because there's so much work to be done here oh gosh is there English okay or is this through a interpreter no it's all through an interpreter right okay. so they they speak they speak Swahili and and our interpreter speak, speaks Swahili Swahili English and then and then, um, so we, we we were hanging out with them and checking out their, you know, and they 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 do this fan. They're phenomenal jumpers, like you know they, and they and they speak this click language. And I said to him, I said, so you know, what what do they love eating? And he said, oh, they love they love eating baboons and honey. Those what, are their favorite things to eat. What, like on a sandwich or like <laughs> oh. to, together yeah. or se- they just, separate? They, 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 they just, they just drizzle, drizzle some honey over the baboon. No. So <laughs> I said, so they get the honey. So so the next day I, I said, well, can I, I'd love to go on a baboon hunt with them. And they said, yeah, we can, we can, you know, go and they talk to one of themselves. I said, all right, let's do it tomorrow. Baboon so we met out in the bush yeah. and we literally, like there, there were six hunters, six of the hunters, like three kind of juvenile boys, three, three adults. And we just start running through the through the Serengeti plain. Two of them had no shoes on. Like, I have no understanding how you would not have shoes on. There were thorns and stuff everywhere. Anyway, no shoes. We're 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 flying through the Serengeti like running, and then we get then I see the guy motion up ahead. We get up to this big rock, and all these baboons it was like the baboon hideout, and they just climbed all up on top of this rock, and as we're underneath the rock. Then all this stuff starts raining down on us. And I motion the guy, I'm like, what is that? And he motions to his bum. And what was what the baboons were doing was they were throwing their poo at us. <laughs> as as a, as a form of defense. <laughs> as a form of defense. Man, they were like dead set throwing their they were like crapping and throwing their poo at us. Well, yeah, I get that sometimes at home. What and, so what sort of weapons have you got? It's it's no guns, I'd imagine. It's just all bow and arrows. No. Nah. No, yeah. like old school bow and arrow. Like they make them out of sticks in the bush. Oh, like is, yeah. arrow shafts out of sticks. I mean, it's – these guys are pretty accurate. It was pretty amazing. So one guy one guy with his bow shot – and they were very careful because, they, you know, the, they only had like five arrows each. Anyway, this one guy shot, shot, shot the baboon. Baboon ran off. This other guy shot him. We get back up there. We, we catch up to him. This other guy has already taken one of his arrows apart. Like this is out in the middle of Serengeti. Like there is, we're we're like so far from civilization. 
oh, and th- these guys are like a semi-nomadic tribe. So they they actually they they move their village and their little spot around all the time. So they don't really have a specific place where they live. Anyway, so we get back there. Can I ask you and, this? Sorry, sorry, the, sorry, Matthew. Do they? Do you, who takes you there? Like, do you have to pay for this? And does the money get? Yeah. Does the money go to the tribe? What do they get in return for showing you? I know. Or for getting it, uh, baboon shit on you. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, at the first, the, the, the day before with the fam, they had like jewelry and stuff that they had made. So that's where people from the, res- like from the, from the safari lodges go. They, they don't usually take guests on the baboon hunt. Like, in fact, my guide had never even been on one. Oh. <laughs> so, you know. so what you just, made you, just you plead and say, take me, I want to see more I b- did. baboon. His guide had never been on one. <laughs> He had never. He, my our guide had never been on a hunt. He had never been on a baboon hunt. It almost didn't happen because the day before, like the the park service ranger was with us with the gun, just to protect us. We out in the middle, of, you know, the Serengeti, and she heard me talking about it. And then she called the the safari lodge and said, "Oh, you're not allowed to send your guest to go baboon hunting." I was like, "No, no, it's all good. We're just going to go for a walk. It's it's cool." <laughs> yeah, with our anyway. sticks, with our bow and arrow. Um, and okay, yeah, yeah. bow and arrow. So, yeah. so then these guys, literally, these guys get this stick which was the, the, the arrow shaft. This other guy cuts down a little bit of thin piece of wood. He puts it on top of the knife blade and the guy with the arrow shaft starts rubbing it back and forth through his hands. No joke. They had a fire going in like 20 seconds. Yeah. Added all the wood there, put the baboon on top. Hang on. Literally. Barbecue. Hang on. What's the, what, what are the baboons fur and stuff? Do they skin the baboon? Yeah. Good question. But no, they first barbecued it. Then the women, oh, I forgot to say there were two women with us. They all have their, the, the men, once the men, frankly, did the, did the, hunted it, they didn't do anything else. Women took over. Women, yeah, they're, they're it's, it's, okay. Don't call them love. Good, good, good. They, get, they go hard. That's right. Go. Good, good delegation of responsibility. <laughs> and, 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 and then they bar- only barbecued by six or seven minutes. I mean, roaring fire. And then, and then they took it, the women took it off, scraped all the hair off, took out the entrails, put it back on there. And then, and then I said to my guy, I was like, I was like, well, I, I wouldn't mind trying. And he goes, yeah, yeah. I said, well, I get sick. He's like, no, no, you definitely won't get sick. So sure enough, like three or four minutes later, like, this is like 45 minutes after we started hunting, but they were so quick. We were having, we were having barbecued baboon for breakfast. <laughs> and, and what's, what does barbecue baboon taste like? I can't believe I'm hearing this. <laughs> I know what it is- was, Joel, it was, it was something, it was one of the most rich cultural experiences I've ever had in my life. It it it, ta- it actually didn't taste bad. It tasted a bit like lamb. Yeah, but right. What about the honey? That was that was the good part. What about the honey uh, roll? Then and I know, but then, and then and then like a few minutes later, they gave me another piece. I didn't realize, but it was part of the liver. Yeah. Oh my god, it was so bad. Oh. I had to spit it out. Yeah. And and if you spit, <laughs> my guys, if, you, if you spit it out, did they take offense? Like, were they going to come here? No, nah, they didn't. They didn't. I kind of did it a little bit silly. They didn't. They, they they liked the fact that I liked the first part. Yeah. And my guide, I had to just fully peer pressure Dowdy. Our guide into 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 having some of the baboon. He just would not do it, and finally, I just <laughs> won him over. And he, I forced it to him. Is, is Dowdy? Um, did Dowdy? Is he Tanzanian? Yeah, he's Tanzanian. He he actually was circumcised himself, and then he <laughs> he. What? I know. What he, he did it he, himself, and so. <laughs> when you say circumcised, yeah. I'd say you mean sterile, sterilizing, 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 sterilizing. Is that what you mean by that? Well, I think no, 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 no. Sorry, that's no, no. That you know, for the men, that's just where they take the foreskin off. But I know what it women is. Where they remove... <laughs> I know what it is. It's but like the sexing. Is that what you mean? Like yeah, that? is it like the sexing, sterilizing? That's the word I'm looking for. No, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, it's not that. But for the women, you know, it's like, you know, they're removing the clitoris. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I understand that, Matthew. Matthew, you've got to move it's, on. It's pretty, Get back to more baboons. You it's asked the question. Cool. I did ask the question. Okay, can but we, this can, is what happens to the Can we move world. from Africa? This is into, what happens. Can we move from Africa to the United States and what we can expect for this trip that you blokes are about to embark <laughs> yeah, upon? Yeah, right. Well, I'm going to oh. LA, then I'm going to New York, then we're going to Mexico. Is that where you're meeting? San Miguel. Yes. I'll be meeting uh, Matthew and his family, the Texan family down in Mexico, then we're going. Uh, up to Aspen, and hopefully, we get to go watch uh, TCU at so so far. Well, wow. the college, the December, we 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 fly from Mexico up to Aspen on on the on the eighth, and then the next day is the college football semi, it's all the college football final, and it's at the new SoFi Stadium in Los Angeles, yep. the seven and a half billion dollar USA, most expensive stadium ever built in the world by like twenty five percent. And they had to had to it's, lower it's, it, didn't they? Because it was in the it was in the flight path. Was it? So they had to dig yeah, they down. Had to, they had to excavate it. That's right. They had to excavate it to lower, it, and that's where the Chargers and the Rams play. So it will be very cool to go to that stadium. And I think Fletch, I, you know, I just think we can't deny ourselves. We might have to rip on over there and yeah. watch that game, and then come back. Just have baboon rolls all day, <laughs> all afternoon. Oh, now, while while, be... while while we've got you, because you are in 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 the uh, development of properties and land and stuff. Where do you see these interest rates going, and do you think the demand for housing will increase with all the new um, migrants coming into Australia? You know, Fletch, it's a great, it's a great question. It's one I get a, a bit from my friends. You know, anytime we see, you know, sorry, let me say that again. We have never seen in our lifetime the interest rate increases like we've seen now. No. You know, this is unprecedented, which is just in real, it's just needed to to bring down inflation. Correct. That's that's the whole point of, of these interest rate rises. And it's necessary because inflation is running at nine and a half percent over this past year in, in some industries like construction. So, you know, that's meant to go to two and a half percent next year. So, you know, when interest rates rise, I mean, they've risen 15 times what they were, right? We've had eight consistent interest rate rises that rates are 15 times what they were. And of course, that's going to cool the market. Um, and it should. And but, you know, I think the reason why it will only be short lived is because, as you say, immigration is very necessary. You know, the government approved an increase from one hundred and sixty thousand a year to one hundred ninety five thousand a year, the greatest increase in Australian history, mm. because the government knows that the only way that the, the economy does better, that, that GDP increases is one of two things population increase and productivity improvement. And we haven't had productivity improvement in, in 40 years. Wow. More baboons, so it only I comes through population growth. More baboons, <laughs> I say. Well, yeah, more, more, more baboons. So no, the, the, and the, the other point is there's just, there's just a significant lack of, of housing across New South Wales. So I, I personally believe we're going to see the property market pick up again towards the end of next year. Yeah. You know, you know, there's, I was listening to an economist, uh, when I was away, Phil, yeah, yeah, Phil Economides, and they are tipping Melbourne population to go past Sydney. Correct. Yeah, yeah. people froth on that. Hundred percent. Joel, Joel, that's been on the card. That's been on the cards for years. Yep. Mm. Yeah. All right. No, it well, is Mel- Melbourne, Melbourne's just a much better organised uh, state, to be honest. Oh, don't you know, say they, that. They have they have their green they have their green kind of outer circle. And they just keep expanding that little by little as they expand the city. You know, city Sydney's boxed in. You know, you got the national park to the north. You've got the the Blue Mountains to the west. You got the national park to the south, and the ocean to the east. I mean, Sydney Sydney has trouble really expanding. 
Mm, that's, that's, uh, so are you thinking about going down to Victoria then? Maybe start, start it'll be, developing it'll, uh, down Sydney, there? Sydney, yeah, I know. It's a good question. Sydney still continues to offer everything we want. You know, we've got 10 projects underway. It, so we're, you know, we're, we're very happy right here. Um, you know, that's certainly a possibility in the future. But I think for right now, we're still we're still very keen on Sydney. Uh, we've got a question here. Uh, the board is lit up here. They want to know all about baboons and honey and all sorts of stuff. <laughs> they want to know. Mitch from Robbo wants to know. Can you ask the Texan what's a ticket worth to go to the stadium in LA to watch the NFL? What what is a, a ticket Ooh, cost? That's a good. That's a that's a great question. Okay, so I would say uh, tickets say you know between the thirty yard lines, lower level, you'd be looking at. You know, it's certainly north of a thousand U.S. Oh, geez. Uh, you know, it could be between a thousand and two thousand U.S. each. If you're in the middle section, it's probably you know high triple digits, and then your top, it's probably four to five hundred. You know, this this is an incredibly hot ticket. It also does depend on who the schools are. You know, some mm. some universities like Ohio State, they, they just travel all over the country, so you'll get really really um, high ticket prices because there's so much demand for them. Right. You know, whereas if you have a small school like TCU, might be a little bit less demand. So it actually it actually moves a lot around. And sometimes if it's on the if it's on the coast, it's a bit harder for people to get to, so there's a little, little less demand. But you know, certainly a hot ticket. I mean, you, you would not be surprised to find a ticket on the 50 yard line, say 20 to 30 rows up, like ideal seat for you know three, four, five thousand each. Wow. And what about the uh, Mitch also wants to know what would what would courtside tickets at the Lakers be? Ooh, you know, it's funny. I actually, I, I know this because I just bought on Christmas Day, the L.A. Lakers are playing the Dallas Mavericks in Dallas. Oh, yeah. And I actually just bought four courtside seats. Um, a little Christmas present to the fam. That's and not, What about Dowdy? Is Dowdy going yeah. with you? Your guide from Tanzania? <laughs> <laughs> He'd love He'd that. He'd love to go. It, those those were um, those were six U.S. They were it was tw- it was twenty four U.S. for the for the four tickets. Wow, wow. and that's just yeah, about double. That's almost double now. I, I said to Brian it when is. you go to the states, like when you factor in your tips and all that, it's just about double in the inflation over and, there. Do you think there'll be any stars? Will there be like will Jack Nicholson be there? Oh yeah, well out in L.A. for sure. But this is Dallas. Oh, it's in you know, Dallas. Not, Sorry. Not, not quite as many. Yeah, what about not quite Matthew as many McConaughey? Stars. I know the ticket. Matthew McConaughey might be. Yeah, he, he he certainly goes to the games. Now it's it's pretty cool. I mean the 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 NBA has got a got an amazing formula. I mean the NBA games are some of the most fun sports entertainment you can see in the world. You know, like, what, it is they have. Yeah. You know, one one of the great sporting events I've ever and I went with you when we went to the Rodeo. Oh yeah, that was oh, awesome. So where, where, whereabouts in Texas? Right. It was. No, the, the, it's the heavy. It's, it's 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 the world's first indoor rodeo mm. at the at the. It was at the Will Rogers Center. I actually saw Rage Against the Machine there. That was that was almost as good. And, <laughs> Did and, you do what they told you? <laughs> and, and and it's uh, and, and my we have we actually had seats. Remember Brian, right over the chute. Over the you, chute. The bulls and the riders are right underneath you. We were in the members stand. If you put it into cricket, how parlance. many people, Brian? Uh, would there be thirty thousand in there? Really? Would it be thirty? Mm. Yeah, you you do get them at the bigger arenas, but that world that for the mm. world's first indoor rodeo is smaller. It's like maybe twelve thousand. Oh, okay. But mm. like Houston, the Houston rodeo is in the arena, man. They'll get seventy five thousand wow. people there. I did find very you strange. Know, they sing the national anthem and then they sing the Texas anthem. So uh, they sing the well, national. That's because na- national anthem. Yeah, oh. that's this, this is 
the uh, yeah, and then you got the eyes of Texas are upon you. Yeah, you know, so you, know you know, Texas is the only state. <laughs> the eyes of Texas, Texas are upon you. Mm-hmm. You cannot get away. Wait. Do not think you can escape them. The <laughs> eyes of Texas are. There you go. Okay. What What are the eyes of but, Texas? You know, Texas? What is the eyes of Texas? The, oh, I don't know. It's just. It's just. That's the. That's the song. The The eyes of Texas. Okay. Good question, Brian. I never thought about that. <laughs> you always. Way. You always catch me off guard. But I was going to say, Texas is the only state in America that can fly its flag. As high as the U.S. flag. Well, why is that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, why is yeah. that? Well, because the United States was very interested in Texas joining the United States, and Texans are very, you know, they're they're very anti-authoritarian. Mm. Hence, they don't. They really don't the like Rus- anyone to be better than them. Hence the so they insisted they could do that, God. and and Texas can secede whenever they want to without penalty. Oh, didn't know that. Is that they can leave to, the union? Is that got something to do with the oil? Down there, yeah. I mean, I know there. Look, there are plenty of people every year who say Texas should leave. It's like, it's something like the, I don't know, like the twenty fifth or twenty eighth biggest economy in the world or something. Just the state. Wow. I, I think you could, yeah, I know, and just as the state alone, it's, you know, I mean, and obviously that 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 doesn't really tracks oil prices, which obviously all of us realize now going to the going to the pump. Mm. Um, you know, but it's yeah, Texas. Texas is very naturally naturally resource rich, like Australia. Mm-hmm. You know, it's yeah, fantastic. And Joel, 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 have you been watching? Joel, have you been watching the NFL? Oh, I, ha- uh, I have been a little bit. I, I do like it. I'll start to ramp it up after Christmas. So, Texan, no, I'm just playing. My, uh, my, yeah. Yes, go on. My, my, my beloved Dallas Cowboys are on a are on a tear. Yes, this this, this is not nine and three. We just whooped the Colts this past weekend. Yep. It's 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 all happening. I mean, Zach's healthy. We've got we got this two this two. Um, uh, two running backs who are Zeke. just phenomenal. Yep. Yeah, yeah, and, and and we got this guy Michael Parsons on defense who's just a beast. Well, you so, know what, Texan, the, the the lead trader at sports, but I meant to tell you this, Brian. Actually, mm-hmm. I asked him about who he believes will win the Super Bowl. He said, "Mate, don't laugh." He said, "The Cowboys are a massive chance." All right. What's his crazy bloke's yes. nickname? Yeah. What's his nickname? The bloke he's got. You got, uh, Nick, you got weird nicknames. Yeah, yeah, Torval. Torval and Dean. He, his surname's Dean. Oh, Torval. Torval and Dean. So Torval's very, very Fletch. keen. Yes. Yeah. Fletch, Fletch, remember that? Remember last year we were talking about going to the Super Bowl. Yes. You, you, you might, you might need to look after your good mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll look after Joel. He'll be fine. Yeah. Uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much, Texan. You've you've covered everything here from circumcision to baboons, bloaters, yeah, to the twenty eighth richest economy in the world. Yes, and uh, there we go. So if the Cowboys make the Super Bowl, you're there with bells on. Is that confirmed? I am definitely going. Yes. There's no. That will be phenomenal. It's been last time I was at the Super Bowl was in 1994 when the Cowboys beat the Buffalo Bills 52-17. Yep. Wow. So I'm overdue, Joel. Yep. Beautiful, mate. Well, I'll tell you what. Thank uh, you, Matthew. We'll speak to Hutchie and there'll be three of us going. It'll be myself, Brian, and Waitley. We'll go there together. <laughs> as a bit of a trio. Good on you, Texan. Great to chat. <laughs> All right. See you, guys. See you, mate. Uh, Bye-bye. Good on him. Uh, there's Matthew, uh, the Covered Texan. Covered a lot of bases. Diverse. Barbecue baboon. If you had that in bingo, Diverse. you've collected. Yes. I wish he wouldn't start talking. He's just going a bit... Anyway, he's he's a knowledgeable bloke, isn't he? Yeah.